0: You're listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angale Rose and Ahanu. Now, continuing
1: on the theme of Earth, has the Earth moved her position in space? And if so, how does that affect us?
2: She has moved her position in space. <laughs> by a few degrees. And how does it affect us? It affects the weather in places. It affects the radiation, how we receive the radiation coming from the sun. definitely affects weather and climate. And uh, you may see more of that in the future. It may still be moving or fluctuating a few degrees back and forth from where it is. But yeah, it does affect us. It definitely affects all of those things that I just mentioned. And us in there, you know, it depends on how you react. Each person is going to react to different fluctuations in the magnetic field, in the weather, the climate, the direction the sun comes in. It'll affect the ability to grow food in places. Some will be better, some will be harder. So it does affect us, yeah, absolutely.
1: Is food from different locations around the earth good for us?
2: You mean like if you live in... Redmond, Oregon, and you go eat food in Missouri. Is that what you mean, Hannah? Or you go eat food in Europe or in the Middle East?
1: Yeah, or if food is transported long distances from other parts of the of the Earth, is that necessarily good for us, or is it better to eat as local as possible?
2: Well, you know, sources going back to the beginning, again, talking about change and talking about being catalyzed. And one of the things that it gets across is when you're talking about that is that we have to get over this separation idea. Because the truth is, is everything on the earth is part of us. You know, it's impossible that we're not all affected by everything everywhere. There is no huge division, really. So when you're talking about food, what I hear source say is, isn't it exciting that you could eat a piece of fruit from another part of the world that you don't grow in your own location, wouldn't it just be a wonderful, interesting experience for your body and your cells to experience something new and different? So I don't see any harm in it unless, of course, the food is toxic or had all of its nutrients taken out, which could happen anywhere. All right, so I'm not saying that it's harmful unless there's something with the food itself that's toxic. But a different type of a food is actually a a new experience for the body. When you talk about how different foods affect a body and change the cells, there's lots of foods that work in a really beneficent way. But, you know, if you look at your own individual self, foods are kind of interesting in general, what people are attracted to with what they want to eat. And that has to do with their own particular body. The idea that eating food from another country or another place would be harmful is not accurate. However, each person's biology processes food differently. So some things from another country might not sit well with someone. Other people might love it and be changed by it. But the concept is not wrong. Who
3: is Lucifer?
2: Oh boy, are we switching gears here, aren't we, Hannah? It's a good question. Interesting when you ask the question, I'm seeing a lot of blue light, okay? So what I hear Source saying is Lucifer was an incredible being back in the beginning, one of Source's closest allies, quite a magnificent light bearer. Source is summarizing and saying, through the course of history, many things have happened in many different places. It looks to me like Lucifer, the being Lucifer, got caught in particular events that were going on in history. And um, Lucifer looked like it was trapped for quite a long period of time. I'm not really seeing Lucifer as this horrible devil that people perceive it to be. It looks like a being that historically has quite a magnificent presence, uh, did get caught in missions where it was trapped or compromised for many millennia, many eons. So I do not see it as a dark entity, by the way. sources is saying, if you really want to know about evil, I just got shown millions of denizens all over the place, you know, individual little devils everywhere that make up a huge collective of evil. Many causes for those, okay? Lots of those things come from our own broken parts, things that are traumatized, things that are we cast off, our own negativity. But interesting, I don't see Lucifer as any sort of a fallen being. I, I see Lucifer as a being who was caught in places, isn't as active as it was once, many, 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 many millennia ago. Okay, but it certainly doesn't, to me seem like a devil
3: this is an interesting question, Angel Rose is the real god reptilian
2: okay, well, what I hear source saying is source would be all things, but no, it is not reptilian that is that is quite a um it's only a particular race of beings it's only a particular species it's very small. In comparison to what you're asking, what Source is saying is it would not be a being such as that. It encompasses all things. Source is all that is. It's an intelligence that is really based on love and based on cooperation and harmony in the promotion of life. That's how it would define itself. At the same time, it would never cast off any portion of itself. So yeah, we look at reptilians as uh, not necessarily nice beings, but sources still saying everything's included. All is included within it. You know, it wouldn't cast it off and separate it out. All right, but no, but it also would not define itself as any particular race or species. You're really isolating and um, coming more forward into more recent times when we're talking about the The existence of the universe is so very, very ancient. And when we talk about the reptilian species, they would only have recently come into being in comparison. So they're an isolated race. No, source is not a reptile.
1: Okay, we have a few questions in the lineup, Angel Rose, that we have covered in previous sessions, like the Voynich Manuscript and the Shroud of Turin. We covered them in great detail. So I won't take the time to go through them right now. Next question, is there any science from the earth what we can do to live healthier, such as some fruits and vegetables are best eaten when they're in season? Do foods that are in season give us vitamins we need for each season?
2: It's another way of asking the same question that we already answered. Okay, but I will answer it though. Yes, it would be true that anything in your environment that grows in your environment would obviously have the nutrition of your environment. Okay, so the answer to that would be yes, of course. It's just that if we go back to the previous question, it also would not eliminate certain nutrients that you could be receiving from things that are grown in other parts of the world that would also help you in your health in no matter what season. Okay, but yes, it would be a natural thing that nature does to provide foods in an environment that would go with the environment.
1: Our next question is about the waters of the world. What does Source want us to know about the waters around the world?
2: Well, they're definitely moving and changing and cleansing, actually. You know, I actually see that things are going on beneath the surface of the earth that are actually changing the chemical composition of water in different parts of the world. And it looks like part of that change ultimately is a cleansing change so the picture I get is that when you put sand in a glass and you shake up the water and the water looks cloudy but it ultimately settles and it's clear you do have a lot of mixed bag going on with water on the earth eventually when all this settles down might be another 20 to 50 years by the way before we see what we're watching now calm down But eventually, um, you're going to be looking at a pure earth. But when you ask the question, I see a lot of flux in water. A lot of change, a lot of rerouting of water over different land areas. You're in a state of flux right now, a huge state of flux. It's going to continue, it looks like, for another 20 to 50 years.
1: I heard recently about clearing and healing our ancestral lineage and the land energy left behind by working with them. I think perhaps you addressed that earlier when we spoke about earthbound spirits.
2: Well, there's lots of ways to clear ancestral lineage. Too many to really go into here, but is it possible to do so? Yes, it's possible, and it's necessary. As we were told in Ireland by the land itself, that it takes the earth many hundreds and thousands of years to process imprints or events that have occurred in a particular location. And because of the magnetic field... Again, this is part of the reason why those imprints stay there is because they're locked in the magnetic grids. So when you go do healing in a place, part of it is that you process part of the event through your own system. It's some of the reason that people feel such emotional or have emotional reactions when they go to particular places because they're processing some of that charge through their own system. So it can happen. You know, one person alone can do it, though. And the earth has made us aware that the human body does have the ability to process an event through itself so that it becomes neutralized. But that's a whole art and science in and of itself. People who have that mission usually know that they do. But in terms of personal ancestry, it kind of happens through generations. In other words... You know, what might have happened to your great-great-great-grandfather in his life, you know, you could have inherited some of that ancestral memory imprint yourself where your sister or brother might not have any of it. They may have somebody else. And when you become conscious, you become aware that you're possibly carrying some imprints from ancestors. But what Source would always say is it doesn't always matter where it came from what matters is what you do with what you're given. And that has to do with, you know, your perceptions, your beliefs, uh, your ability to say no to certain things and yes to others. You process things, by the way, with your consciousness in the moment, depending on your choices. Another little thing I noticed uh, also that can happen with families is that. In my life, when I was younger, I always wanted to take gymnastics, and my mother didn't pay for those lessons. And it was something that I always wished I had done. But now I have a granddaughter who, of all the sports there could be to choose from, she's into gymnastics. So in a way, my my future progeny is kind of going back and doing what I wanted to do. So she's doing it. And that's a way of healing it really, because she's accomplishing what I didn't get a chance to. So sometimes there's that aspect of ancestral healing that occurs as well.
1: Now, we have somebody else who lives in Oregon that's with us today, and they say, what can Source say about the 45th
3: parallel that is just off I-5 near Salem?
2: All right, let's see. Well, what I feel like I'm looking at is an interesting, I'm going to use the word fissure, it might not be the right word, but I'm looking at a a fissure in the land there that has caused a a very interesting um, anomaly or magnetic field in that area. It looks like it goes down quite deep, actually. I feel like I'm going down, down, down in the earth through rock. There's water on deep, deep underneath there as well. But what it looks like to me, if I could give the person a picture, is if you have energies coming from one side and energies coming from another side, That particular parallel looks like it has a fissure or some type of a split where those different energies kind of come together and hit one another and create a bunch of energetic anomalies. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at it very much has to do with what's going on in the land and the rock and the water underneath.
3: Now, the Day of the Dead and All Souls Day, Halloween,
1: how did these originate? And is it true that the veil between the dimensions is thinner right now?
2: All right, well, you were just giving me the history of All Souls Day and All Saints Day the other day, Ahano, and you seem to know where they originated. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, I'll give you a
1: little bit of a story here from my Irish upbringing. And of course, we're familiar with the fact that the uh, the veil is indeed thin at this time of the year. And that was evidenced by many people at this time witnessing the uh, moving of spirits around the place. And what people used to do was they... They would dress up as those spirits so that they wouldn't be seen to be different, so that the spirits wouldn't touch them and they would be left alone. And of course, the origin of the tricking and treating that we we partake in now was really about the people bringing produce, the result of their harvest, to the edges of their towns and villages so that it would not only please the sun god but also it would in a way be a gesture to feed these spirits and keep them away from the people's homes. So we've really digressed a lot in terms of our understanding of what actually went on. It was a pagan, uh, druid, Celtic ceremony at the time and it was to thank effectively the sun for the produce of the year. It was the harvest time and it was the celebration of the harvest, but also it marked the time of the year that was the end of summertime and the beginning of winter. And people were aware of how the nights were longer, the days were shorter, the growth had stopped. And it was a way of celebrating and being grateful for what had been given, but also in anticipation and to please the sun god for the return of the sun again in the springtime. Now I'm also going to tell you a little story about the pumpkin because that's not true what people do with the pumpkin these days and i'll tell you where it originated many hundreds of years ago there was a a guy who liked his drink he drank too much and uh, he had heard that the the devil was coming to get his soul so he drank himself very drunk one night and as he was going back home the devil approached him and said i've come to take your soul and his name was Jack. And he said, uh, well, I'll tell you what he said, um, Mr. Devil, sir, <laughs> just take me back to the pub and at least give me one last drink before you take my soul. So the devil agreed. And back they went to the pub and were in the pub. And then Jack had his drink and went to pay for it. And he said to the devil, oh, I've just realized that I actually don't have the money to pay for this. Can you use your amazing ability to transform yourself into a coin? and I'll use that to pay for the drink. So the devil readily agreed, and he turned himself into a coin, which Jack took and put into his pocket right beside a crucifix. Of course, don't you know this is the story originating from Holy Catholic Ireland? But as soon as the coin went into the pocket with the crucifix, the devil was stuck and couldn't come back. So that released our friend Jack for a while, but he did make a promise to the devil. He said, look, he said, if you give me 10 years without interrupting me and without coming near me and without interfering with me and without coming back to try and take my soul again, i will happily release you on the 10th anniversary. So off Jack went and he drank himself merry for the next 10 years. But on the day the devil returned to take his soul and said to Jack, again on his way home in a drunken state, I've come to take your soul as promised. Well, said Jack to the devil, if you give me one last taste of the apple up that apple tree, I'll gladly go with you. So the devil went up the apple tree to get the apple. And while the devil was up in the tree, Jack spread crucifixes around the base of the tree, thereby keeping the devil stuck up the tree. So our Jack managed to find himself free for another little while without his soul being taken But eventually he did give the devil the opportunity to come down from the tree. And I'm going to leave the rest of that story. No, I won't. (laughs) I'll I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. He gave the devil another chance to be free. And the devil agreed that he would not come to take his soul ever again if he released him from the tree. So it was the black dead of night. Jack agreed that the devil would turn himself into a ball of fire. And Jack reached up into the ball of fire and removed an ember of the fire and placed it into a turnip to shine his light on the way home. And that's where we get the story of the jack-o'-lantern, which has been turned into a pumpkin in the Americas. But that is the origin of that story. So the light in the pumpkin is actually an ember from the fires of hell. That's so a now. terrible story. There. there you go. There you go. So that's anyway... <laughs>
2: We'll never look at carving pumpkins the same again, Heather.
1: Well, you see, sometimes you do have to know the origin of these things. And there you go. I've told you the origin of these stories now. So our next question, Angel Rose, before we go to our meditation to paradise, Earth, is about multidimensional beings that you mentioned earlier. Is being on the Earth the lowest that we can be?
2: I know we hear that, don't we, from different sources. So just a second. Okay, well, source doesn't consider... Any place lowest, first of all. The picture it gave me was that it's just another density in the mix of many densities. And no, there's lots of places that are denser than us with not very evolved beings. So no, we're not the lowest. We're absolutely not the lowest. We are actually somewhere in the middle in terms of evolutionary status. Earth is an interesting thing because it's, it looks like it's midway between dark and light. I find that an interesting thing, Source is saying. In other words, it receives a lot of light information, but it also gets pulled on by a lot of darkness. So it's, it's an interesting particular planet, actually. It gets pulled from both directions. But Source would consider it one of its many children, So we won't be thinking of things in terms of lower or lowest, just different.
1: Okay, we have to, through this question very, very quickly, or maybe even squeeze in a second one,
3: will we see evidence of Planet X in 2016?
2: Good old Planet X. Okay, just a minute. Well, we could see some traces of it, actually. I mean, the last time we were asked this question, it still seemed to be very far away, I remember. But it does feel much closer, so we might f- see some evidence of it I don't know if we'll see it But we certainly might feel some little effects of it But we could see it So it's a possibility
1: And finally, Angel Rose Was Jesus a part of the I actually can't make out the spelling of this But I think, is it the Ephelim? Yes, that created us
2: Oh, oh the Ephelim, yeah okay, Or Nephilim, is that what they mean? No, Jesus looks like he came from Andromeda it does not look like he's part of who this person is mentioning at all. And he did not have a hand in creating the human form at all. In fact his biology is quite different. Was always quite different. Still is quite different. So the answer to that is no, uh uh-huh.
1: And the last and final question today is That's three uh uh-huh. we need to know about where is God located.
2: Okay. To answer this person in particular. Source is saying God is inside of you. God's inside of everything. Okay, because it's the life force energy. So where is it located? Everywhere. It's in all things. Okay, there isn't a particular being as we think of beings that is God or Source. It's not like that. God is this all-inclusive energy of life that is intelligent and conscious and can communicate with us as i'm speaking to it now okay but it really is everything and it's also everything in it's inside of you you're made up of it in particular one of the life force energies that it expresses itself as inside of us is our serpent fire or our kundalini energy okay but the kundalini needs a whole lot of purification in order for it to realize a greater experience of what source actually is. But every cell of your body is composed of source energy. They mean it literally when they say God is within you. You're made of it. So I hope that answers the question.
1: Now that brings us to the end of our session. I'm going to read the summary of what we've covered today and also I'm going to give you the opportunity that if you want to leave after this summary and not proceed with the meditation to Paradise Earth, that's perfectly fine. But we would encourage you to stay with us because as soon as I finish the summary, we will go into the meditation. Okay, here's a summary of our open forum session number 43. Everything is always
3: traveling. The action of the universe is motion. It is a good thing to flow in motion with the universe. Our whole system is in motion and indicates progress. Some human forms
1: began on earth. Others did not, but this human body did originate on earth and cannot survive on other worldly environments.
3: In true biological ascension, we take our physical bodies into light. Species change and mutate with the environment. Different humans
1: came from different star systems like Andromeda, Arcturus, Sirius,
3: Inner Earth, etc. Earth has always been a diverse location, attracting species from many star systems. No matter where you are, change occurs. Migration and emigration is a natural harmonic process. All travel is an opportunity for
1: conscious growth, but a lot depends on what a person does when they arrive.
3: People die to cause spiritual change. It is not necessary for a Muslim to visit
1: Mecca or a Christian to visit Rome, as our relationship with God requires no need to travel or earn anything. Anytime you leave a planetary system, you experience it physically and in your
3: consciousness. Source advises change, because the experience of change catalyzes us to progress. Some places on Earth are toxic and will affect all our bodies. There is an electromagnetic issue going on in places where ghosts appear. Changing
1: the electromagnetic grid or using conscious prayer can release stuck astral beings or location-bound spirits. Earth energies are different in different areas, due to tectonics, vortexes, mineral content, etc.
3: Mount Shasta is a huge being that has had many diverse ET visitors over eons. Mount Shasta has had many openings to inner earth where much activity is still ongoing. We all have multidimensional selves that exist on many other dimensions. A defining form is in our awareness on many dimensions. The moon is a piece of
1: the asteroid belt that was moved into Earth's orbit to provide balance and rotational stability. Arcturian and beings from Orion collaborated to position the moon in Earth's orbit.
3: Beings who monitor the Earth have positions on the dark side of the moon. Many benevolent beings keep the moon in position to stabilise Earth. Technology from ET sources has allowed us to travel through the Van Allen Belt. Travel to the moon using interdimensional capability is part of a secret space programme. Other planets are being considered as locations to send life.
1: Earth has moved her position in space, affecting
3: radiation from the sun, weather, climate, the electromagnetic field, food production, etc. Food from different
1: locations on Earth in general is good because everything on Earth is part of us, but we don't all process food in the same way. Lucifer was a magnificent light-bearer who was caught in historical events
3: that compromised him for many eons. Individual denizens make up what we know as evil. Only a small race of beings in the big scheme of things are reptilian. Things are changing the chemical composition of water on earth that will eventually purify the earth. It takes the Earth
1: many hundreds, sometimes thousands of years, to process events imprinted
3: into the Earth grids. The human body possesses the ability to process Earth energies through its biology. What matters most is what you do with what you are given. A
1: deep fissure on the 45th parallel has caused an electromagnetic
3: interference that creates energetic anomalies. The Earth is not the lowest in the mix of densities. Earth gets pulled on by a lot of darkness as well as light. It is possible to see some evidence of Planet X in 2016. Jesus came from Andromeda and did not have anything to do with the creation of the human. God is inside of you. And finally, God is the all-inclusive life force energy in all things.
0: So now we will begin our meditation to Paradise Earth. Let us begin our journey to Paradise Earth. And let's begin by bringing to mind our intention. And let's be clear and pure in that intention. It is to travel to Paradise Earth which already exists right now at a different frequency band to what we're familiar with here on earth. We will journey there and bring back the frequency of perfection, the frequency of perfect love and joy and happiness, and integrate it into our own lives, into the lives of our families and friends, and outwards into our communities, our cities, our countries, our planet, and on. Outward into the universe so close your eyes now and make yourself comfortable and become aware of yourself sitting where you are feel the contact of your feet on the ground and take a deep breath in and let go and take another deep breath in and on the out breath really feel yourself letting go let it out with a loud noise (sighs) and one more deep breath in and let it all go (sighs) find yourself relaxing relax your head, relax your forehead and your face and your jaw and your tongue. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Feel yourself relaxing downward into your arms and your hands and your fingers. Relax your stomach, your hips your legs and your feet now see in your mind's eye the number three appear three times and then see the number two appear three times now see the number one appear three times relax know that you are perfectly safe and that you're always in full control of this journey know that you can open your eyes anytime and you can be back in your room anytime you like Now look over to your right side in your mind's eye and see a staircase with 12 steps leading down to a hallway that leads to a quantum doorway to paradise earth. And just become aware of your surroundings. Is the staircase crystal or wood or stone? Is it cool or is it warm? rough or smooth begin going down your steps now down steps one two and three each step going down becoming more relaxed safer more comfortable down steps four, five and six going deeper now more relaxed as we go down steps seven, eight and nine more relaxed now, as you go down steps 10, 11, and 12, and you find yourself in your hallway, and you can see a door ahead of you that leads to paradise earth, so as you stand in front of your quantum doorway to paradise earth, bring to mind what our intention is today. We will go through this door to paradise earth, and we will bring back the frequency of perfection, the frequency of perfect love and joy and happiness, and we will integrate it into our own lives. Standing in front of your quantum door now, when I count to three the door will open, and you will jump through the door into paradise earth. One, two, three. Door opened. Jump through the doorway into paradise earth now. And you will have plenty of time to explore. And I will come to bring you safely back in a few minutes. relax it's time to come back now so find your door that leads back into your hallway and remember that you're bringing back with you the frequencies of paradise earth so on the count of three your quantum door will open and you will jump back into your hallway one two three jump back into your hallway now door closing behind you going down your hallway now walk towards your staircase and begin ascending the staircase now up steps 12, 11 and 10 Bringing with you your experience now in full memory as you go up steps 9, 8 and 7. Slowly bring your awareness back into your body as you go up steps 6, 5 and 4. And begin stretching out your arms and your legs and begin to become aware of where you are right here, right now. Up steps three, two and one and find yourself in your peaceful place. And when I count to three, I will snap my fingers and you'll be wide awake back in your room feeling better than ever before. One, two, three, wide awake. I'm going to ask Angel Rose to come back now and to close the records.
2: Thank you, everyone, for your participation today. was great.
0: Thank you, Angel Rose. Remember to enter your comments on worldofempowerment.com. We appreciate you all being here and for participating and for your wonderful questions. We love you all so much. Until next time, blessings from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. You've been listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a World of Empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on.
3: To worldofempowerment.com.